There's a guy at a gas station. I call Mr. Happy because he's always in a good mood and is so enthusiastic to see everyone that comes in through the front door. I didn't want to speak back to him at first because he was so super friendly. The flight response in me was similar to seeing a spider or a serial killer who was chasing after me with a knife. I was startled because it was so surprising. How could this guy be so happy to see a stranger while working at a gas station? What made him so happy? And why am I miserable at work and he's happy to see me walking through the front door? He looks like a straggly old man, but has a light in his eyes that reminds me of devout meditators and people who stare intently at their lovers. He is the definition of happy, and he found a way to portray happy while selling people gum and gas. His enthusiasm made any woe-is-me problem seem like nothing to worry about. Mr. Happy comes to work and makes the decision to make everyone's day better by changing the way they feel about entering into a corner gas station. His philosophy consists of being in the present, where worries about the past or future don't and can't exist. What he subtly teaches is that every now moment is an opportunity to be happy, and he is so full of happiness that he can't help but share it with others. Reassuringly, He is no different than you or me. I realize that I have made the choice throughout the years of conscious and unconscious thought patterns to focus on the negative. But just like any other habit, I can make it or break it when I'm ready. Mr. Happy made a habit of enjoying his life, and that's the best habit to have. All patterns are connections between neurons, and those neurons get stronger as you do the same things over and over. If you make a choice to be happy for one second and repeat that as much as you can, you have started to construct a habit framework. During that time, your neurons fire differently and you begin to construct your new pattern. If you think of it like a recipe, this process is full of ingredients which makes the final product, but instead of eggs and butter, you're mixing neurochemicals. As you develop new patterns, You are unknowingly creating the joy of cooking you book and you fill it with recipes for happiness or sadness, but all of them are your choice. What Mr. Happy tapped on is being a conscious master chef who openly shares his recipes with you. When you meet someone like him, it's like you are cooking together and he adds into your brain bowl endocannabinoids, which is the chemical that makes you feel bliss. As you keep going, you add in dopamine, which fills you with the thought of being rewarded. Then the recipe calls for a teaspoon of oxytocin, which produces the feeling of bonding like you and your cooking partner are besties. And lastly, you both top it off with endorphin, which kills the pain. It is hard to be unhappy when you are around Mr. Happy, but without you realizing it, You handed him your recipe book and asked him to write in the Mr. Happy ingredient list. When you experience a blissful moment, you are endowing the philosophy of Mr. Happy. You are practicing your recipe skills by making the same dish, and hopefully a happy one, over and over again, which not only strengthens your skills, but makes you a better you-chef. This process is long and frustrating, and it can really suck especially when there is so much shit going on in your life that it occupies your thoughts like the don't think of a white elephant phrase 
But just like if you are making brownies, you will never get to enjoy them if you eat all of the raw mix. You and I can be Mr. Happy, and I don't see why anyone can't be Mr. Happy either. As long as the pattern is started, you build something that can last. Keep the train going, and if you fall off, get back on, even if it is several cars behind, because unlike the railroad, there isn't an end in the train car links. It just keeps moving.